Hello, and welcome to episode 20. Of, 20, yeah. yeah. It's 20. Mm-hmm. It's 20. Oh, I'm right. Uh, of the Creative Listening Podcast. Uh, we are doing a highlight today, and it's my highlight. And my name is Chris Berkheimer. And with me today... Luke Larens. Hi, Luke. Maybe. No, Maybe. I'm not here. No, nope, no, no, he's no. not here. All right. He's, he's probably, I don't know. You'll have some questions because the book I'm going to talk about, you'll be interested in. Okay. Maybe, I, maybe I I'm here. Maybe. And uh, across from me is Bertie. Bertie. Not Murad. It's Bertie. Yeah, no Murad oh. had to. No, Aww. no Murad. No Murad. Uh, <clears throat> so we are doing some highlight episodes right now. And this is mine on a book. And the book is called Ready Player One by Ernest Klein. And before I get into details about it, just have to say, uh, if you're one of those people that's like, I don't want to support that band, they're jerks. Well, I have met Ernest Klein. In fact, you guys were there. We met him at Austin Comic Con. And you remember he was there with R2-D2? And, like yeah. oh, awesome. you know and the DeLorean. And the DeLorean, yeah. That looks like Gordon Freeman? Yes, he looks like Gordon Freeman, he does. I oh, love that guy. Amazing. He was so, so sweet. So isn't it nice to know that if you buy this book, you'll be supporting a guy who's actually cool. <gasps> Yes. Um, yes. And he he lives in Austin, Texas. Uh, he's a huge Ghostbusters fan. Anyways, he does not listen to that. our podcast, but I, he should. He should. Yeah. yeah, we talk about his book. Anyways, I read his book. Uh, and also another cool tie-in, uh, Will Wheaton reads the audiobook. Will. And he will Wheaton. How, how do you read an audiobook? Well, he reads like he's the narrator. So he, oh, oh, yeah. Okay. So if he you narrates, buy, if you yeah, he narrates. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> so if you buy the audiobook, Will Wheaton is your narrator. He plays the main character. Um, so let's talk about this book, Ready Player One. I have long wanted to talk about more books on the show, especially books for men that guys will enjoy reading. Because right now it seems like teens and moms are oh. the main library um or i guess the focus for most book publishers if you've noticed with the if you think about it real quick you'd be like oh yeah tweens and moms are the only people who are marketed to for books unless it's about history uh but this is a nice fictional story that i think most people will enjoy i mean it's not just for guys um so let me tell you about it uh it takes place in 2044 and basically there's this game called oasis and imagine the ultimate MMO, uh, the ultimate massively multiplayer online game, okay? And so you play as a, a character, and when you play, you put on all this equipment. So it's it's that cheesy 80s future where you, like, plug in, you know, where you're looking through a visor and you're wearing gloves and everything. So you... Yes, so wait, it's, uh, it's a simulation of, it's a simulation. of the game, simulation game, real life. Awesome. Yes. Okay. Um, it's it's much better That's than Second Life, though. No, he, well, I'm talking about real life. Oh, okay. Yeah, because, yeah it's simulating you know, real life. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, and so what you do when you jump in is um, there are entire galaxies. And so some of the galaxies are peaceful, some of them are for adventure, some of them are for education, some of them where people work, that kind of stuff. Um, because basically the world, most of the United States by this point, is just online, is the way it works. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go into the real world that takes place in this book, if you are traveling in the United States, most of it is either cities or wasteland. Um, so most people just live, quote unquote, online. So the main character, Percival, he goes to school online in a digital classroom that you know is simulated but it's awesome. like you know it's like a reality mm-hmm. um help me out with my terminology if i screw anything up luke but percival goes to school there um and he's playing the game well 
the cool thing, and I think you'll like this a lot, Luke, is there's definitely a nod to Apple because the creator, James Halliday of Oasis, mm-hmm. died a while ago, and he was like this genius, and he basically worked with a guy that is like Steve Wozniak. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a lot like the Woz. I mean, when they describe him, like that sounds like the Woz. And so the, these two guys created it, but James Halliday became like the richest man ever, and uh, when he died, he left an Easter egg in his game. Whoever finds the egg gets all the rights to Oasis. And basically, it's like you rule the digital world, which in this book is the world. Okay, oh, wow. um, It basically makes you the most powerful man on Earth if you find this Easter egg. So there's an evil corporation that is incorporating players and saying, like, you get a piece of the company, but we will own the rights if you hunt the egg for us. And so there's like, you know, there's the bad guys. It's very 80s inspired. Um, I mean, you can tell by meeting Ernest Klein, he likes Back to the Future and all yeah. that. So, you know, <laughs> so there's a lot of nods to that. He likes Ghostbusters. He likes so. Ghostbusters. Exactly. He loves, those, he loves he loves 80s sci-fi. Exactly. And so um, Percival, along with some of his friends, uh, hunts for the egg. Um, the Every time they find something to do with the egg, it's always something from the 80s. Like you have to play Joust. Or you have to quote uh, an 80s movie like War Games with Matthew Broderick and Ali Sheedy. There's, yeah. Uh, the challenges are not all physical. A lot of it, it has to do with, like, your knowledge of pop culture and stuff. Um, so I appreciated there's tons of references in it. But it's a it's a story well told, though. Um, there's a, a female character named Artemis. So that you've got your love interest between Percival and Artemis. Um, and she's awesome. she's a well fleshed out character. His uh, Percival's m- main uh, friend is this guy named Ake or Ike. I don't know quite how. It's like A E C H. Um, they have some Japanese friends that help them hunt for the egg. Um, yeah, and I mean, you, there's stuff that shows up in here like Ultraman, Mecha Godzilla. Um, eventually, Percival becomes quite a celebrity because uh, I think I can. Go ahead, without spoiling anything, just tell you there are clues to the Easter egg that nobody's found for like 30 years and people have given up. Well, one day Percival just kind of happens upon it because of it's one of those situations where somebody says something weird and he's like he processes it because he just saw, you know, kind of coincidence leads him to it. Well, he finds the first clue and everybody finds out. Right. So he kind of becomes this celebrity, quote unquote. And so he ends up getting like a DeLorean in the game and, you know, oh, just wow. all this. Yeah. Oh my and so, That's you know, incredible. yeah, there's lots of cool stuff like that. And um, there's plenty of action. Um, it reads quickly and easily. I got it on my Kindle and really enjoyed the read. Um, it's uh, it's about PG-13. Um, and there's one chapter that I really appreciated in there where Percival eventually gets his own apartment. And it's pretty much just wired to keep him online all day. Well, like the way everything works, it's like this stuff that cuts his hair and like gives him food and stuff. So it kind of it it, there's a nice commentary about like what being a purely digital society will do to us. And it's a very like depressing but fascinating chapter. Um, And towards the end of the book, you see how uh, as they get closer to the egg, they realize that maybe the maybe part of all of this was like. To be like, you know what, we need to we need to live the life that we are actually born into and made into, not sometimes the one that's created for us. Um, so I appreciate that's there, um, but overall, just a great action sci-fi book. So that's my highlight. Yeah. Sounds like I'm gonna my... read it. Yeah, <laughs> sure. you should. I'm gonna you should. read it. Yeah, 
That sounds yeah. like a line, dream life. <laughs> yeah, Luke, I could see. It's called Ready Player One is the name of the book. You can oh, find it. clever. Yeah. I like that. Ready Player One. You can find it online pretty easily. Or, well, I mean, you can find it on Kindle for pretty cheap. Um, I've seen it in stores. Um, Ernest Klein's a nice guy. He wanted to sign my book, but I was like, I only have it on Kindle. <laughs> and Sign yeah. my Kindle. I signed my Kindle. <laughs> but yeah, it was cool. Um, and I've often told Luke this, and I think I've said it on the podcast. And if you, if that sounds interesting to you, you should really read. Um, what's the book I want you to read? Ender's Game. Yes. You should read Ender's Game, and then you should read Ready Player I've One. Told to read that. Yeah. Um, Ender's Game is a more serious version of that, but um, but they're both they're closely related just kind of on a on some level so but they're by different um, authors right and different authors okay. different well one was written in the 80s and one is about the 80s kind of okay. in a retro way you know one references the 80s um but both of them are great books but ready player one is the one uh, that i think a lot of people will enjoy and for you guys i think it'll give you an, a nice inroad to some of the references cuz it explains some of them so um you'll just be You'll be more pop culture savvy, I guess. Okay. So, yeah. Awesome. That is my highlight. And, uh, yeah, we'll we'll see you guys next time, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I don't right. know when that will be. But... <laughs> when that will be. Next time we release a podcast. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Bye. Bye, listeners. Bye.